Obi and Ashley, and you can find our podcast right there on the K92.3 app. And the good thing is, is we've taken out all the music, all the commercials, and given you the meat and potatoes of the show. Everything from Obi's wife joining us to talk about kids going back to school. Florida's now basically mandated that all brick and mortar buildings open. So Ooh. even me as a non-parent, I'm curious to hear how you parents out there are feeling about this. Yeah, and even Slater on the show, our Disney expert right here. And it's all in that podcast, which starts right now. Obi and Ashley, here we are with the national anthem. Okay, uh, Ashley, you brought up something really great because you actually witnessed this. Can you talk about it really quick? Yeah, so the other day when Matt and I were just on our way home, we wanted to grab something quick to eat. We went into a Jersey Mike's uh, not too far from our house, and we noticed a guy, he came in, and he asked for a job application. He asked for the manager right then and there. He's like, is there a manager here I can talk to? I'm looking to apply for a job. And uh, we just started thinking about, like, you know, a lot of people right now, are looking for jobs. He was out on foot uh, asking to speak to managers directly right in that moment. And two, just to like think about how fortunate we are, those that have jobs that are able to go in into work and all the ones that are out there hustling though, trying to find work. You've got people on both sides uh, more so, I think, than any other time in our recent history. I mean, is it is it not crazy? Is it not crazy? I mean, every single time we open up the news, for instance, this morning we came in with that announcement of 450 Dunkin' Donuts that are going to be closing, you know? So whether they were in Speedway gas stations or in Hess locations, those individuals now are like what you witnessed, Ashley. Like now they're trying to just find another place that they can have a source of income. Well, and the fact that he went in there on foot too, you know, he wasn't like, you know, he, I, he can't wait for an online application. I want to get in there. I want to talk to somebody face to face. It took some, took some extra, extra time on that guy's hands for sure. But you know what? He was definitely making a go for it. And you can only appreciate that. Yeah. Well, this morning, appreciation for anybody who's going through that right now and just trying to, you know, go with the flow of finding new, new work. Uh, to you this morning from Moby and Ashley, we love you. We appreciate you with the national anthem out to you. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. And to be honest, uh, broadcasting from the epicenter of the entertainment universe, right? So we've got a lot of stuff opening up here in uh, Orlando the next week. And we've got Shelly, our guru of entertainment. Shelly, let's talk about Disney. Oh, I have been waiting for this day. The countdown has been on. I'm so excited. Okay, so let, let's talk about how even Thursday, for those who are real real fans and have the annual pass holder, I mean, you guys are going to get the experience first. Yeah, that's right. So Thursday, they are having their annual pass holder preview. Now, this was something that you had to sign up for previously. And if you did, you got an email today that is incredibly important because it has a lot of information about transportation for the event. The biggest thing to know is that there will be no trams that are going to take you from your parking lot at the Ticket and Transportation Center to the monorail and the ferry. Now, the monorail and the ferry will be running to take you to the Magic Kingdom, but you're going to have to hoof it to get to them. Oh, wow. Okay, so hold on. Let's just paint that picture for everybody. So as you return to Disney, because a lot of us are excited to do so, that tram that you're normally waiting for as you park in Goofy uh, 34, you know, or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, that, that tram that normally takes you all the way up, that, that's not going to be there. Wow. Yeah, that's just confirmed for the annual pass holder preview on Thursday when the parks open on Saturday and Sunday. I'm hoping they'll be back, but just kind of allow that time and that expectation to settle into your mind because that's a, that could be an extra bit of a walk. 
Okay, and so how about for all those other people who are like, okay, you know what? I, I never made the commitment for an annual pass. What about me? So if you have a ticket, so let's say you bought one of the special tickets that they were offering for Florida residents, you can actually go onto the Walt Disney World website right now and make reservations. And my best advice is to kind of have a date range in mind because there are reservations available, but you're going to have to be a little flexible. And if you don't see one that works for you, you might want to consider being patient because as people change their plans, reservations are popping up for earlier dates. Interesting. And I also wanted to ask because, you know, like Slater, our afternoon guy, he's a huge Disney guy, uh, annual pass holder. So did everybody that's an annual pass holder get the opportunity to make a reservation like were they guaranteed an in this Thursday or Friday or what? They were not guaranteed an in because of the diminished capacity. Walt Disney World let annual pass holders know at, you know, from the get-go that it was not going to be a case of you are guaranteed a spot. So when the spots opened up, everybody had to hop on and kind of play pressure luck to see if you got a spot. And um, I know that a lot of people didn't get a spot. But again, the best thing to do is to keep checking back to that website because some July dates that were gone before are now available again. Oh, man, that almost reminds me of everybody trying to check for their stimulus check status. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please. <laughs> uh, Shelly, you're great. I want to talk to you um, as we continue on because as we get further into the different seasons, we have Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, hopefully that's going to be taking place. I think you also dropped me some good news that maybe SeaWorld was thinking about doing Halloween too. Yeah, there's a lot of great, hopefully, fingers crossed, Halloween information coming up in the future. Um, I know that there's some movement on it, so I'm hopefully going to be able to share some real official news soon. Awesome. Thank you, Shelly. Absolutely. It's great talking to y'all. All right. Thanks. Where, where can we find you? You can find me at onthegoandmco.com and at onthegoandmco on all social media platforms. Cool. Love it. All right. So we're going to talk to my wife here in 10 minutes. Kids are going back to school. Are you prepared for that? What she's going to have to say coming up. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so today we've got a guest because, you know, uh, Slater is also on the show talking about Disney, but this is a completely different topic about kids and them going back to school. And I thought it would be appropriate for us to bring my wife in here who's having to really deal with this because she's been the one really at home schooling while we've been able to do the show. So good morning, Erica. Good morning, hey, Erica. Hey, how are you guys? Well, and too, you, you're at home. Obi's been home since we've been quarantining. So we're broadcasting. You were available to do this. Thank you. So I have tons of questions since I'm not a parent. And Obi's like, yeah, you guys just talk to Erica, ask her, how are you feeling about August? Because now it's already like right around the corner. Will, will your guys' kids be going back? They are going back. But we go to a small little private school and everybody has their own reasons why they want their kids to go back or not to go back. But I think if we were in a bigger setting, we would probably choose to homeschool the kids for the first half of the school year. And I think that that's so interesting that you point that out about the, the private school. A lot of different people are in different situations, but how are your friends feeling? Because I guess you are at that stage where you guys all have school-aged children, like your girlfriends, your best friends. Are some more uneasy about it than others? Oh, yeah. But then there's some that are like, no, they need to get back to reality. They need to get out of the house. They need to socialize, which I totally understand. But in the same token, I don't understand if someone's COVID positive for 
the classroom, like, are they going to quarantine for 14 days? So it's a little unnerving and it's still up in the air, but I guess I better start buying uniforms and school supplies and hand sanitizer. Yeah. Cause we, uh, cause we decided, we decided that we are going to let them go back. Right. Like in the beginning and, and y'all, we're just talking about like a week ago, we were like, Nope, they're not going back. And today I think we're more on the side of, yeah, okay. They're going back. Yeah, they, they are going back, but I did call the principal and I had a conversation with her this afternoon after me and Obi had a conversation. And I even said no before the conversation with the principal. And then she kind of put my fears at ease and we're going to trust in God and hope that our kids are safe. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, just because I think a lot of parents out there too might be like, man, I don't have access to my school's principal just yet. Like on that level, what were some things that kind of put your mind at ease that made you feel better about the kids going back? Well, let's digress to them not having access. That's the first thing. They need to get access because if they want to get anywhere, they need to find access to somebody at the school because I can't imagine not having access. So that's thing number one, find your access. Um, some of the things she said is that, you know, the teachers are going to be wearing masks and shields which sounds very hot for them, but they're adults and they're not kids and they can probably keep their hands away from their face. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go, let's go back to that. Face shields? Like our kids are going to have, <laughs> our kids are going to have the craziest memories of school with their teachers wearing face shields. Yeah, but even at the dentist, when the kids were there this week, they wear a mask and a face shield. So, And, and it's creepy there too. <laughs> right? Those two, those two thoughts together. No, am I at the dentist or school? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. But they're not going, because Zach, our oldest, is going into middle school. So this would be his year that they rotate and they are not rotating. So the teachers are going to rotate. They're going to sanitize before and after. Um, a good friend of ours fogs their house on occasion. And so I got some of that information and I ordered us a case, which they were not cheap. What do you mean like fog? Like a, like a, like a bug fog spray? Yeah, but it's for germs and wow. you'll see the purchase come through soon. It wasn't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to anyone that doesn't know Erica, I mean, you talk about Erica all the time on the show. Like she's on top of her game. She, obviously, you guys want your kids to be in the right situation like most parents all parents out there um but it sounds like for you erica as a parent the like best advice what i've taken just from you saying you know do your research talk to your administrators figure out what it is they're going to do just so you can get your mind at ease yeah absolutely because again before i talked to our administrator i had told obi i think you guys were recording and i was like nope nope they're not going back we're going to homeschool until january and then i went and had a conversation with the principal and i came back into the broadcasting room and i was like oh they're going back and he was like um that was like 15 minutes <laughs> well and, well and let's have some grace uh you know for our teachers out there and the administrative staff uh while every Everyone is going through something we have never been through before. Have some grace because everybody's just trying. So let's get ourselves out of the judgment seat. I, I like to say that a lot. And just uh, good, good luck out there. And good job to you guys, Erica. And, and thanks to Erica for joining us this morning, just because I know there's a lot going on. And you parents have a lot more stressors out there with this, but you're handling it. Yeah, I don't think we have any other choice but to handle it. So, yeah. Again, honey, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, hon. All right, we've got Ashley's All Access in 10 minutes. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Well, we shouldn't be too surprised the way people are popping up with COVID cases, you know, unfortunately. But last night, Garth Brooks had to postpone his Facebook Live show. He was supposed to do it uh, as part of his Inside Studio G. But both him and Trisha's uh, social media said out of abundance of caution, Garth Brooks is moving his and Trisha's 
Facebook concert to a later date. Um, while Garth and Trisha are fine, the camp has possibly been exposed to the COVID-19 virus. So probably something, you know, like that a lot of us have experienced, even with the old uh, our own K92-3 team having to go into quarantine yeah. just in case there's been exposure. Hey, and so let's just have a little fun with this speculation. What are the chances that Garth or Trisha have it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hopefully not. Gosh, right? Because then there might be pushing that older age range. It needs to be more careful with it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, hopefully they're they're okay and whoever was exposed is okay. But again, that was a Facebook Live that they were going to make a big deal that was going to be pretty cool. So that'll be postponed. We'll keep you posted. Now, in other news, uh, Luke Bryan celebrated his 25th number one song this past week with one margarita. I'm going to get on my boat to go fishing. I'm just sending y'all a message thanking you for my 25th number one song. One margarita. Never would have imagined I would have 25. Well, that right there is a video that Luke posted to his Instagram. And as we know, he does have a Florida house. So maybe he was out fishing uh, near the panhandle where they all hang out. But again, 25 number one songs. That's a big deal for an artist. Because remember, the more number one songs they have, uh, the more they get to charge to perform a show. So 25 is a big number for Luke Bryan. Well, and see, I, I don't even think for Luke Bryan, I don't even think it's about the money anymore. I think it's just about the, you know, because you can only make, you make so much money, but I think now it's just about the, wow, guys, I really can't believe that I'm still here. Yeah, right. Until he sees his buddy Jason Aldean's new house and he's like, man, I need to keep working. <laughs> but speaking of those guys that are all buddies, uh, Kane Brown, another one that's good friends with Jason Aldean. He used to be very, very shy. Obi and I, we both have experienced it in interviews. Uh, when Kane first start, started coming out, it was kind of a tougher interview because you could tell he was uncomfortable with it. But now he said that's definitely changed. Yeah, I think I've matured. Used to always cared what people thought about me or... Um you know, it's my life, it's my career. It's kind of just like, you know, I, I get to do what I want to do and what I love. So, you know, why care what anybody else thinks? As long as my fans love it or love me, then that's all that matters. And you know what? We have noticed that. There has been a magnificent amount of growth because Kane Brown started from YouTube, remember? So it's not like he was somebody who started from the stage. Very true. And I love how he says, as long as my fans love it and love me, that's all that matters. If we all could have that mentality a little bit more. Uh, but you can see all of this online at K923Orlando.com. Obi and Ashley, K923. Just another reminder, this no bummer summer, what this means here at K923 is if you've got some fun photos that you're going to upload to Facebook, to Instagram, just add the hashtag K923, no BS, and you could be on your way to Kenny Chesney, just like that. All compliments of All-American Solar, plus a lot of other goodies there as uh, we get into Ashley. So, so Ashley, are you still working out? Because I'm, I'm not even going anywhere close to the gym, but that's not because of COVID. That's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was kind of funny because you even said this morning, you and I talking off air about there's an average right now that the average person has gained 16 pounds since COVID. Yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm being completely transparent with you because in February, we got married February 1st. I was probably in the best shape of my life because you're working out for your wedding. My wedding dress was very tight fitting. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely gained that weight back. COVID didn't help. And so I had put on my Instagram just to see if like any of my followers were going back to uh, their workouts, their gyms. I personally go to Orange Theory. And now with this spike in the recent weeks, I know people have been like a little more uneasy about it. 
for the most part, you do have people who, who hit the gym hard. They're pretty healthy, right? They take care of themselves pretty well and whatnot. I think uh, you have a lot of onlookers, just the same way we love to look at an accident. You have a lot of onlookers that see people going into the gym and they're like, hey, that's your own life. Trust yourself in there. Um, but really, some people need the workout to continue. I mean, I, I can't imagine 16 pounds for somebody, you know, and, and, and let's be honest, because I hear this a lot in our household between my wife and myself for me to lose 16 pounds. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of work, but I, I, I can do it in, in a quick amount of time. For my wife, though, for women, it's just harder. So I can't imagine being a woman with 16 extra pounds that you're trying to shed. <laughs> like, you know, you're and and a lot of us can't do it from home. We don't have what it takes to muster up the energy, to hype ourselves up, to get into the corner of a house and do push-ups and sit-ups, right? I know. Well, and I feel like in the beginning of it all, I was trying to be good about those at-home workouts, but not going to lie. I have some really inspirational friends that are like, oh, I do this at home. And I'm like, yeah, girl, as soon as it comes to having to do abs on the ground, it turns into <laughs> nap time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? I appreciate everybody who reached out to you on Facebook. Uh, and on Instagram, we would love for those same people. Listen, are, are you working out? Like, how are you doing this? If you're working out from home and you've got that, uh, you've got that internal energy and that internal push, share with us on the K92.3 app right there on the open mic feature. Leave us a message. Tell us about it. Toby and Ashley, K92.3. Now we are joined by our morning show producer, Chloe, and a special guest. <laughs> Slater. Yeah. Slater. So, so Slater has been our morning show uh, producer in the past, and then he done graduated and now is our afternoon superstar. And even with our morning show, Slater was a huge Disney uh, fanatic going to the theme parks. I mean, th there would be times where you'd finish the morning show, go straight to Disney, ride a ride, have lunch, and then go home. So we thought it would be appropriate to take our afternoon superstar and put him on the air this morning talking about Disney returning, Slater. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. And uh, it's an early wake up call, but I, I would do it for no one else but you. Yay. I, You're in your old pass holder, right? You and your wife, you kind of got the option to go Thursday or Friday before the weekend opens up. For sure. So like, four years ago, before we even came to town, we were spending over $10,000 a year on Disney vacations. Golly. So like this, this has not even just been like since I've been in Florida, it's been straight through. And I've seen the different phases of the fast pass, which now, as Disney does reopen, is not a thing right now. Fast passes are not a thing when they're first starting on the 15th. They open up to the public next Wednesday. They open up for Epcot in Hollywood. And yeah. then this Saturday, they open for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. But fast passes are not a thing. They're trying to lay out how they're opening. And there was a lot of rumors because Disneyland ended up canceling their opening date originally and pushing it off that we were going to do it too. But Governor DeSantis saying, no, don't worry. Florida's got this and is saying that, yeah, everything is opening up this weekend and that they're doing previews for pass holders on Thursday and Friday. They're doing a cast preview as well. What was that process like for you, though, as an annual pass holder, as far as securing your spot to be able to go before everyone else? The first step, they didn't announce the pass holder preview until just a week ago. Right. So before that, they opened up the reservations just like SeaWorld and Universal are doing, but they're doing it where you can only get three at a time, which it, it reminds me of the old fast passes because you used to only be able to get three passes at a time. Yeah. You'll have to use all those days before you then can go back and make more reservations starting on wow. Sunday. Wow. 
So that's what they're doing right now. And again, this is just as of right now today, you know, when you're hearing this. Yeah. They might change this up next week. So don't hold me to it because Disney always changes stuff up. Well, and that's the reason why we're talking to you about this stuff is because uh, the average Joe who thinks that they can just get up, get into their car, take their kids to Disney. They're going to be very surprised when there's a whole process they're going to have to go through. So I love talking like this because then people know, okay, well, let me do my research before I just head on over to the park. And I'm trying to make it a little bit easier too. And thank you guys for having me on this morning, this Friday night at seven on our Facebook page. Uh, there'll be a video because since I was invited to the preview, which is Friday, a day before Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom open, I'm going to have a video that's going to be actually inside the park. Nice. Everything that you can see. So if you do have that first reservation that starts Saturday on those parks, you will be able to see exactly what you're going into when it comes to Magic Kingdom. And just know the same procedures, the distancing, the temperature checks, the uh, two-year-olds and above need face masks. And that's so tough as a parent of a child that just turned two. I This is gonna be my first experience because before you know, I was in the loophole. So I wouldn't have to actually have a face mask on Olivia. So it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for parents if you have a two-year-old to try to get them to do anything. There's a reason terrible twos is a thing. <laughs> You're gonna you know? see which, how many parents really love their kids or really love Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So if you are going out, be safe. And if you're against it, that's fine. You know, have your take on it. Just don't hate on us Disney fanatics that are just trying to get some normalcy, you know? Well, stay safe and we can't wait for your coverage. So this way us uh, who are sitting in the wings, we can see how it's done. So this way we can prepare to go ourselves. So thanks, Slater. Yeah, I, I'll see you guys real soon. Yeah, you got it. That's a Disney. See you real soon. See you real soon. K92.3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. All right, we're pretty fortunate that with our platform, we get to cover people doing the right thing, right? Pushing that positivity, and we need it now more than ever. Doing the right thing. What you got, Ash? I love this. So I actually saw the pictures of this that caught my eye at first. I'm bringing it to Victorian Senior Care in Asheboro, North Carolina, where they looked for some pen pals for their residents. So it's senior care. And each of the residents are kind of holding a poster board that says, hey, this is my name and here's some of my hobbies. So I'll give you an example. Hattie is holding her poster board. It says, hey, I'm Hattie. I love men and snacks. Can you be my pen pal? And it just cracked me up because some of these messages were just so direct. Another one uh, said, I'm Dorothy. I love to walk, watch TV, and receive postcards from all over the world. So wow. there were different ways, different expressions, and each individual resident of this uh, nursing home had a message on their poster board to get pen pals, and now it's circulating. Because you know, like when the holidays come around, and a lot of times people do troops, uh, cards for troops. Yeah. It's something very similar to that. Oh, I love that. That does inspire me to get the kids all together and you know do pictures and make cards to send to those individuals that are in those care centers you you said that lady's name that lady's name is dorothy right nobody's naming their kids dorothy anymore that shows you that generational gap and then you totally. said uh the other woman had said that she's into men <laughs> i love men and snacks <laughs> i love her <laughs> sense of humor uh, but it just kind of brings a light to it you know you know, that, that is some great inspiration. I, I love that again. Where, where's that happening? Let's highlight that one more time. 
so it's Victorian Senior Care. They're out of Asheboro, North Carolina. And, you know, there's all kinds of things like this happening all over the country. Um, but it is a pen pal program for friends to write into the residents and residents to communicate with others on the outside. Because think about it, too. They're not able to get visitors with yeah. COVID going on. Um, and that interaction isn't happening. So this at least is something to brighten their day. Oh, I love that. And the power of a pen pal program. I mean, if you're a youth group, you can start this. If you're a Girl Scout troop, you can start this. I mean, this is really cool. So that's doing the right thing. Love that. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. All right, so we've got Evan calling us from the Conway area. Good to be talking to you, man. Good morning. Why don't you tell everybody what you were just telling us off the air? Hey, guys. So um, I I met this girl. Her name was Caitlin. My company had a volunteer day at her work. She worked for the nonprofit. Yeah, Um, that's cool. So I figured she's, like, good-hearted and stuff. Yeah. We went on a date. We spent some quality time together. I I thought it went really well, and then um, she uh, she basically Caspered me, <laughs> and uh, she what? Guys, she Caspered me, like ghosted, disappeared. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> well, right. Evan, did you? So you had met her literally just the day you were volunteering. You had been there all day and asked her out from there, and then you had a date completely separate from that. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make any sense. I mean, you know, we had a nice time. I picked her up and I and took her out, and then I dropped her off at home. It, it seemed all all good throughout um, the car ride through everything. Hey, man, okay. we're going to see if we can't help you out and get you through talking, okay? Okay, great. Hello? Uh, yes, we'd love to speak to Caitlin, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, good morning. My name is Obi. That's Ashley. Good morning, Caitlin. So the both of us, we're on a morning radio show here in the city, and it's on the big station, K92.3. Don't know if you've heard of us, Obi and Ashley. Why are you calling me? Okay, so if you've heard of us, hopefully you've heard of the second date update where we try to piece people back together again. Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay. Caitlin, you sound like you're in a good mood, which is cool because we're calling you about Evan. Uh, All right. Evan told us he took you out on a date. First of all, he said you work at a nonprofit. That's awesome. He didn't share with which one, but he reached out to us to get a hold of you to see why you're not getting back to him because he really enjoyed your date, wanted to take you back out. Seriously? You're in the trust tree, so we're just trying to help you guys out. It's for the betterment. So what happened that you're not calling him back? Uh, He's doing some things I'm not comfortable with. I'll put it that way. He's doing things you're not comfortable with, or he did something on the date? Oh, not just on the date, but in general. Okay, can you trust us with what he did? He's a pot dealer. Okay. That's the thing. It was basically thrown in my face. On our way back from the date, he drove us, and so we were on our way back together in his car. Got a phone call, picked it up right in front of me, and the woman on the line asks him for some vitamin E. So, of course, afterwards, the phone call, I asked him about it, and he completely came clean and shared that this is something that he does. Wait, so he, he gives them vitamin E? That's what the old ladies, the old Betty's, that's they call him. Vitamin E. So what do you mean old ladies, though? 
he does this for old women, you know, like old ladies with glaucoma, et cetera. You feel oh, like wow. he's helping. Well, you know what? Let, let's bring Evan into this conversation because I, uh, I think there's been a lot exposed. I don't even know if this is like legal to be happening on the phone. So, I mean, when we had that conversation in the car, I, you know, it, it seems like she was cool with it. So, Evan, and, wait a minute. So you, gonna, like, not. It's illegal. So you do supply the local ladies in the neighborhood? Well, well, yes. A lot of these women, a medical marijuana license costs a lot. And these women who are 75 and up, and they, they really need access to stuff that they can't get access to. And so I help them out. This is insane. I don't even want to be on the phone for this. We don't know what could happen next. This is illegal information. Okay. I just I don't want to be a part of this. You don't even have a medical marijuana license. This is not what you're doing. Oh, wow. Is not okay. It's just not. You're not doing it the right way. Look, what I'm doing here, it's a service for these. These women are old. There's uh, Genevieve. You know, she's 85. Her husband passed away like 20 years ago. She lives alone. I go to her. I, I give her a pre-rolled. You give and, her a what? I brighten her day. A pre-rolled. It, it's fine. What is that? It's uh, like a like a, something that's already rolled up. Uh huh. Thanks, Obi. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> she, she's got, she, you know, her hands aren't so good. She needs some help. Look, the, the enjoyment I get knowing that I'm providing Genevieve some happiness in her later years, I don't see what the harm in that is. We're both getting such great things out of our relationship. Okay, wow. I see your point, but she's also saying, like Caitlin's saying, it's illegal if you're just like growing it in your backyard. I just don't know what to say. There is nothing that you could say right now that would make this okay. You are a pot dealer, period. I don't know what else there is to say about it. I, I don't see why there's why this is such a big deal. What'd you call him? I called him Peach and Chong. Aw, he's <laughs> helping the old ladies out, though. Uh, it's no. illegal, guys. This is insane. How are we even having this conversation? It's obvious I'm not interested. I'm done. No, I'm with you. I can, okay, Evan, we can appreciate maybe that you have a good heart, but you got to do it legally. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Hey again, it's Obi and Ashley here thanking you for taking your time to listen to the podcast. Now, you know that we've got an unfiltered version of the podcast, too, where we go a little bit deeper. There's no FCC rules there or anything like that. And again, you can listen really anywhere you go. So whether you're going to the gym, walking the dog, maybe you're going out on the boat for the day. Yeah, those are good places. Uh, don't listen to us, though, if you're in church yeah, probably or not. you're going through your counseling session to make things right with your wife. <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, we're going to catch you. At Ashley Stegbauer. And you can find me at Obi Diaz or at Obi the Great. All right, y'all, to the future.